We will eliminate their capacity to conduct offensive war. When that is accomplished, Chinese troops will quickly withdraw to our borders. The reception was generally favorable. Western analysts say, Heating oil shortage continues in Maine. Bangor, Maine, AP Fox News. Residents in the Bangor, Maine area shivered through their third day of record cold temperatures as heating oil deliveries continued to be sparse. The shutdown of two major refineries due to environmental concerns is blamed for the latest shortage. Ironically, much of the rest of the Northeast is undergoing one of the warmest late winters on record, but that isn't helping Maine residents who... Personal Chronicle, looking back to 2014. Marcus. When I wrote last, I had taken the story up to late winter of 2014, Your Uncle Josh had just found his way from behind the lines in Vietnam, returning to Hanoi with the help of the CIA and Navy SEALs. He thought he had escaped hell. The truth was, the worst part of his ordeal was just beginning. I know it's hard for you to imagine what the world was like in 2014. It's probably impossible for you to think that the world believed China was innocent of aggression or that its leader, Cho Lei, wasn't bent on taking over the world. How could we have ignored such an obvious threat? It's hard to explain, even looking back. People were under tremendous strains. Many of the world's economies had crashed. There was a great deal of turmoil. Right around the time this happened, there was an election in Italy that saw the Communist Party take control of the government. This was something that had not happened even right after World War II, when many of the partisans had been communists. It was an incredible, stunning development. It just showed how crazed people were. The last thing they wanted was trouble with China, let alone a war. Even America, which had been fortunate to escape the worst effects of the environmental changes, was struggling. China had become an important country financially. The U.S. owed it trillions of dollars. Many politicians were honestly reluctant to anger Premier Cho Lei, worried that he would order Chinese banks to start selling U.S. Treasury notes and bonds wholesale. That would have sent interest rates soaring and destroyed our economy. But many politicians were simply blind. They refused to see the threat, even when it was staring them in the face. Only when their own lives were threatened did they wake up. By then, it was too late. Run 1. Hanoi, Vietnam Josh slept through the bombing. He slept through the wail of the sirens. He slept through the rumble of the Plaza Hanoi across the street imploding. He slept through the strike at the new education ministry a half block away and the collapse of the Vietnamese private commercial enterprise bank building a half mile away. Josh MacArthur slept and slept, oblivious to the sounds of the war he had suddenly found himself in, a war that he was not only witness to, but a critical part of. He missed the grating harush of the Chinese jets as they roared overhead, the last-minute shriek of the air-to-ground missiles just before they struck, and the steady rattle of the anti-aircraft guns, twin-barreled 23mm and the larger 57s and 85s, their shrapnel exploding in an irregular pattern. He missed the glass shattering everywhere, panes breaking like the thin ice over a pond on a late winter's day. He missed the rumble of the gas lines as they blew up, muffled by the ground. He missed the sharp cracks of old wood splintering beneath the weight of collapsing roofs and walls. What woke him was the light touch of her footsteps in the hall, passing in front of his room on the way out. They belonged to the woman who'd rescued him, Mara Duncan. Against all odds, the CIA officer had found Josh behind the lines of the Chinese advance 
and pulled him with her through the jungle, across the hills to a rendezvous with American SEALs, who had brought him to a truck commandeered by two U.S. Army officers. Together, they barely managed to make it past the advancing Chinese troops, but managed nonetheless. The adventure would have been unimaginable for most people, but for Josh MacArthur, a weather scientist of all things, it seemed as unlikely as it could get. Josh had come to Vietnam to study the effects of the weather on the jungle. Instead, he had become a witness to man's more immediate impact on the environment, the cold-blooded massacre of a Vietnamese village in the hills by the Chinese. The Chinese had also murdered his own colleagues. He'd missed that by chance, complete chance. His allergies had woken him and sent him away from the tents, out of concern for his colleagues and their sleep. His sneezing had saved him. He'd run when the fighting began. Except that it wasn't fighting, it was a massacre. The scientists and their support staff had been killed.